Hey guys, super, super, super happy, uh, thrilled to be back with the next episode of Ask Ben. Um, I think we're now with the, in the ninth or even 10th, I'm not sure, um, episode of this format. Super happy to host it again and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the five questions um, my team has selected this week. As always, I don't know the questions yet, um, but I'm very much looking forward to try to, to provide some value with um, my answers to the questions themselves and let's see um, what happens. As always, I'd say let's rock and roll and start with question number one. Alright, so getting feedback from your employees is a, a challenge for you right now because of that pandemic situation. Um, I think this is a, a problem, a, a challenge, an issue um, many companies actually all over the world are facing, um, facing right now at this, at this very moment. Um, for me, the answer to that, uh, in general, I, I consider that not as a, as a problem, but as a huge, huge opportunity. Um, for me, I think technology is the one and only right answer to that challenge. Um, but moreover, I think um, you can really improve um, the way you get feedback and um, the value of feedback when using technology the right way. So what I'm talking about to make it a bit more tangible, um, if you if you followed uh, followed uh, some of the, the the content we put out or also some of the last Ask Ben sessions, we've talked a lot about um, employee engagement apps that provide content at scale and that provide provides employees the possibility to communicate like they're used to with other tools like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So what does that mean? That means liking, sharing, commenting, all the things you know from social media. And I think if you deploy such an employee engagement app, if you distribute content, and if you utilize such an app as a new way to communicate, so your employees can like, can comment, can um, share the content, you can use that as a new additional source for feedback. And I think this is a totally untapped territory and it provides a huge, 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 huge amount or incredible source, I'd put it that way, an incredible source for new feedback, for feedback in a different way. And you just have to listen. You have to listen and to analyze. So this is not replacing the previous feedback methods like one-on-one um, -on -one interviews and things like that. But it helps to, to get additional feedback. And with the right tools, you really can analyze comments. You can see how many people liked um, specific content or disliked specific content, all the things. Now, I think this is this is the way um, companies have to go in order to, to explore that new way um, of feedback. And I, I always love to call that this a really a new method. And I, I like always to, I like to call it feedback at scale because you can really analyze hundreds and thousands, of course, depending on the size of your company, of um, comments, of, of replies, of, of likes and, and, and other social interaction. Um, this is enormous and I think this is a way, um, this is not available 
tomorrow, but I think um, this way companies have to go because this situation is here to stay. This whole home of decentralized work and all things um, won't vanish tomorrow once the pandemic is over. This is um, this here to, to stay, so you have to explore new ways of getting feedback from your employees. And technology for me is the right answer to that. Okay, pretty much related to the last question. So I've, I've talked a lot about communication apps and this guy um, who sent in this question is using um, Slack and ask if Slack um, isn't appropriate and why he should use um, an additional app. Um, I think that there's a, a misunderstanding. Um, it's very good that you're using Slack. It's a chat tool. Of course, I know it's a bit more than a chat tool. I, I, I'm using it too. I love Slack. Um, it's much better than, than writing emails back and forth. Um, but the, the type of apps I'm talking about is, is pretty much different to Slack. Um, it is not a, a, a chat or communication tool solely. It's first of all a information tool. It's a tool or it's an app where content is generated automatically, which is a huge, huge difference to Slack, where KPIs are distributed, um, where you have a feed-based UI like you have on Facebook, like you have on Instagram, where you can scroll down, where you can like, you can share, you can comment, as I just mentioned. So it's, it's much, it's different to Slack. It's much more than Slack. It doesn't replace Slack. Slack is still a very good tool you should use as a team to discuss things, to work um, on things. Um, it's something different. It's something different. It's a tool to, to inform, to create knowledge, to create awareness, um, to motivate, to create emotions, insights, and other things. I think this is nothing um, Slack is aiming for, though. There are just two types of tools. Both of them are relevant. Um, it's not an either or. I think both are needed. Right, that, that's a quick one. As a small company, um, shall we use or should we use KPIs too? I think very straightforward answer. Um, the usage of KPIs is not related to the size of your company. I think KPIs are relevant for each and every company, regardless um, if they're working one or ten or hundred or hundred thousand employees. Um, KPIs are just an instrument that helps in different ways. They help to monitor, they help to steer, to control, and if you're getting larger, they help, can help to, to motivate, they can help to create awareness, to create insights. Um, so it's, for me, it's not a question of the size of the company. Um, of course, if you are running a, a company with two or three employees, you probably don't need a set of um, 150 different KPIs. Um, probably three, four, five KPIs are um, already um, more, than, more than you need. Um, but definitely you should use KPIs and I think I'm pretty sure that you are already using KPIs for example um, in your financial area I'm pretty sure you're you're looking at different KPIs so it is not a question of the size of the company um, I'd say um, the larger company gets the more um, the, the, the more sophisticated KPIs get because processes are more complex and of course the number of KPIs um, might be growing um, but still, also as a small company, um, 
you should use at least a set of um, three, four, five most essential KPIs. All right, um, tough question, tough question. So um, you are the, um, I guess, the data manager of that company and you want to introduce a, a central master data management solution and I can pretty much understand the situation you're in. You're trying to convince your management and um, it is not easy. Mm. I think master data management is, is super, super important. It's totally, totally underrated, undervalued, underestimated, so under everything. Um, but actually it's extremely important. I always consider master data as the powerhouse that utilizes your, your dynamic data or the dynamic data of a company. However, I know if you talk about master data with, with many people out there with companies, um, you hear things like it's, it's unsexy, it's, it's boring, um, we don't need that and all those things. It, master data, to, to be frank, has a very, very bad reputation. And I think this is most likely because there, there is no shiny, blinky UI, there is no um, artificial intelligence and all the things you probably have with other um, IT projects. It is very straightforward, down-to-earth data work. And therefore, I know it, it is very often quite, um, quite tough to convince the management. Um, personally, I always, always um, say that when starting a master data management project, I don't care about the technology, I don't care about the data, I don't care about the process. The thing you really have to care about when, when planning or starting a master data management project is communication, internal marketing. Those are the two things you should really start with. Um, you have to, to convince your management. You have to very clearly outline what the benefits are because the benefits are there reduction, um, elimination of manual process, better data quality, improved decision-making. There are many, many, many benefits related to master data. So you have to make them um, visible to the management. You have to come up with business cases, with use case, why master data management helps and how it helps your company. This is, from my point of view, the most, most, most important part of a master data management project. It is not about selecting the, the right software. It is not about um, selecting data and putting the data in the software and aligning process. That all is needed, definitely. But the thing you should start with is promoting the topic, showing what is in for the management, um, things like decision, uh, improved decision making, faster decision making, especially two aspects um, you can catch your management with. Um, reduced workload um, is another thing you can um, elaborate more, more detail um, with your management. There, there are many things, um, cost-saving aspects, improved decisions, uh, so many different aspects. You, you just have to, to dig into the details um, and purely solely focus on the benefits and show that to the management. Don't talk about technology. Don't talk about technology. Don't talk about product. Explain what master data management is about. Explain the benefits. That's all your management has to know. And once you get their buy-in, you can start working on the details, on the technology, on the software, and so on and so forth. Um, but promotion, communication, marketing is 
the one and only important thing when it comes to master data management. Do you prefer Tableau or Power BI as a data analytics solution? Um, we, 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 we can make that quick. I don't care. I don't care about tools. I, I've never cared about tools. Um, I think this is always the wrong question. Is, is Tableau better than Power BI? Is um, Software X better than Software, software Y? This is the wrong question. Um, I know that very often when, when projects are, st are started, um, the discussion quite rapidly gets down the road, which software should we use? Which is the better software? Um, I think that's totally the wrong approach. Um, first of all, you should define what are the goals you want to achieve with your data analytics um, activities, with your data analytics approach. Based on that, you should derive requirements that are linked to that goal. And based on that, you can check which of the tools, Tableau, Power BI, or even ClickView or any other tool, meets your requirements best. This is super straightforward. And, and this is nothing new I'm telling you right now. This has been the same story for the last 20, 25, 30 years. Define goals, derive requirements, check which software meets the requirements. Simple as that. So for me, it, I don't care about tools. I care about the goals you, you want to achieve. I care about the requirements um, or the KPIs that are linked to that goal. And then you can check which software fits best. Simple as that.